0: Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
2: We put this festival on you bastards with a lot of love. We work for one year for you pigs. And oh, you want to break our walls down? And oh, you want to destroy it? Well, you gotta...
3: And welcome to the Fatback 4. It's Sunday. It's snowing here. I don't know if it's snowing where you are, but it's snowing here. And uh, Yeah, it's all good. Liverpool 5, Watford 0. Um, we're back at it, and we're back at it in style. Um, before we go on to the match, I want to touch on something that uh, the lads on the new tactics boards touched on on Friday, which was the Champions League draw. Um, eight teams left. A lot of people were hoping for different teams, but we ended up with Man City. Uh, Ian, I'll come to you first. What's your reaction to the draw, and how do you think we'll get on?
4: <laughs> I, I call a draw I thought we'd get City uh, it's, the, it's the worst draw for, for me Not in terms of the side That we're playing More the fact that It's an English side And it's hard to get up For a European game um, When it's an English side I suppose uh, Our own first leg as well Sucked. Sucked balls. I genuinely think FIFA just won an El Classical Final every year. I genuinely believe that. I'm not really a conspiracy like. But do I think we'll beat them? I think we can. I think at Anfield, we'd have beat them 4-5-1 or five, one if we didn't let them back into it at the end. And I don't think the 5-0 at, at the Etihad was a fair result. Is it the Etihad? Etihad was a fair result because of man getting sent off. We were on top in that game. Is that? So I think we've got more than enough for them. And I think they will shit themselves if they can throw outfield on a European night. The crowd's a different animal on a European night. Yeah, um, a lot of people have said that. The force leg thing, oh, I didn't care who we got. I really don't. The force leg thing
3: trolls me a little bit. But look, you have to play them at their place and you have to play them at their place. And whoever wins, wins. It's, it's, you know A lot of people make a lot of of this first and second leg thing. I don't. I think, I think we can deal with them. I really do. Matt, um, is there anyone you were hoping for? Are you preferred? Or will you, yeah, take whoever wherever we want? Or whoever we can
2: get. Nah, I wanted the easiest route to the final. Like, uh, Romeo or Sevilla would have done me. I think we're a completely... Well, we are a completely different team to what lost to Sevilla a couple of years back. Uh, City, I don't think they wanted us as, any more than we wanted them, really. You saw... I think it was their CEO or something was sitting there during the draw. Yeah, yeah, he just dropped his head when he got us. I mean, we are set up better for cup competitions, than we are for the league, really. The way we play, uh, the counter-attacking football and everything. I, I, I'm against you on the home thing. I think it's a big thing. We Being a home second, I would say, if you go back and look at Champions League draws, the team who's home second will win more than they the other way
4: round. I reckon. I reckon, I t- reckon it should it's a big difference as well, yeah. yeah percentage well, a
2: that. But if we can get something in the first... I mean, you just don't want the away goals from them. If we can get something in the first leg, a 2-0... Um, we do all the bus coming in, we, we make the atmosphere amazing. I mean, even at their place, we'll make it amazing. I mean, look at United. We're playing a fucking shite boring team at the weekend. And our fans were still the best in there. So, a European game, away at City. The, the fans are going to be there. Uh, their stadium's not particularly intimidating anyway. So, And it's only 40 miles down the road. So, considering how bad it was getting City and how good a team they are, it's not the worst thing because it, we have got um, important league games in between, so we don't have to be travelling that far during the week. So yeah. It's not the best but we just have to get on with it.
4: Do you know just before the draw, I was like pumped out I was like, I'll have anyone, I'll have anyone and then when Barcelona come out first, me arsehole fucked up. <laughs> and I was like, No, no, I don't want them so mm-hmm. clearly it was just bravado because you just it's just messy in it. You don't want messy, that's it. Um Keith. What did you make of it? You're
1: usually confident enough, but... Yeah, I'm confident. You know what? To be perfectly honest, I was hoping that we catch a Real Madrid or a Bayern Munich or even a Juventus. I feel like there was an opportunity for us to be real underdogs and play teams who have looked a bit ropey at times this season um, in and around Europe. And I thought that it would have been a great opportunity for us to have a really big night at Anfield um, with the very best, as opposed to a team that are... On their way, but at this moment in time, you know, we could say we're at, at times when we play against each other, we're on a similar level, so it's a very even playing field. But I have to agree, in terms of the home, it, this reminds me a lot of the Chelsea draw that we had when John Arnorisa scored an own goal, which for Chelsea to equalize right at the last minute, and then we had to go back to Stanford Bridge, and then we ended up losing. I'm not too sure what year that was, um, but a lot of the, time, um, the times that we played Chelsea when we had to go back to Stamford Bridge, because of the times I remember, we had to do this again, and again we got knocked out. So we don't have the greatest record against English teams when we have to go um, uh, away second. So despite it being close, I think that is still going to be, the ball is definitely going to be in City's court no matter what happens. And it's going to be a great opportunity to find out just how far we've come under Jurgen Klopp if we've really got the metal to see ourselves through. Because they are the most dangerous team in the Champions League, by the way. They're the team that nobody really knows about. They're the team that nobody really, truly, you know, has matched up against. You know, Barcelona's Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, they've all been able to uh, escape what is looking to be a very, very strong team. But I think so are we.
3: Yeah, I think we're very strong. Um, I think... Matt is saying about the fourth leg being at home and um, he disagrees and it's it's a big, big thing. I think it would have been a bigger thing if we were playing the likes of a Real Madrid or a Barcelona. I think with it being City and its two teams in the Premier League who know each other inside out, I think that reduces slightly. Um, but the
1: biggest problem is if we if we don't win... And if we don't win, like, as in give ourselves a nice big gap. If we go there taking a draw to the Etihad or them getting a, a sneak in a goal to make it 2-1 or a one-goal deficit, that's when the away uh, advantage will, will come in hand for City. That's, that's how I feel. We have to win c- clearly and comfortably to make it not matter as much.
3: So, uh, the argument might be then that instead of it a 2-1, you'd want, you know... Instead like of a state free state- one. Yeah, a three. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. no, no, do you know what I mean? No, you don't want that away goal. You want you, you know, you'd like to keep them to zero. Do you know what I mean? So they don't have yeah. that extra bit to play with when they get back to the Etihad.
4: Um, Make they, 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 they're going to score at Anfield? Yeah, well, we're going to score at the Etihad. Yeah, we we we'll have to. I, I said I think they'll be get money on the being ten goals over the two legs. Just going to be mental. I think it's oh, it, be be a, it. it will be the best.
1: It will be the best game in, in Champions League this season. Yeah, it will also be mental.
4: I think it's going to
3: be a 180-minute shootout. I really do. I think it's just going to be... Um, I don't think anyone's going to kind of tactically outdo each other. I think it's going to be just hell for a from fucking start to finish. And whoever wins, wins, and you shake hands and walk away. I think that's the way it is. Just quickly looking at the other, the other uh, parts of the draw. Uh, the mighty Sevilla got Bayern Munich. Um, Juventus and Real Madrid, Barcelona, Roma. Ian, what do you make of them 3 ties and how do you see them going?
4: Uh, I'm not really asked if I'm honest. Yeah I think Juve That's have knocked for that. Juve 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 <laughs> have knocked <laughs> Madrid out three times, haven't they? In in the Champions League knockout stages yeah, quite recently as You've got beaten four one with them in the final as well though. Yeah, I won seven hundred and fifty grid on that. Yeah. Sound. But before the final, they've knocked them out three times so they're a bit of a boggy side. I'd like Juventus to get through because I think Liverpool would tear Juventus as a new arsehole. They're who I wanted in the draw. Uh who's Barca got? Roman. Rome, Barca all day, and Bayern Munich all day. So the, the semi-final is going to be Barca, Madrid, Bayern and Liverpool. Good stuff, Matt. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah.
3: Good stuff. Keith, do you agree with that?
1: Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Sevilla, you never know. I've got, I just have to say one thing about Sevilla. Despite the players that they have, despite the league form, the fact that that club is rich in recent modern European winning history, that gives them a slight edge, more of an edge against Bayern Munich than we probably think. And Sevi- I'm going to go Sevilla. I'm going to go Sevilla, going to get to the semi-finals. So
3: him, I will anyone want you on this part ever again, for this sure. <laughs> and, uh, just, um, just to let you know, <clears throat> that is Keith. You know it's Keith because he's way better looking than Grizz. Grizz isn't here this week because... Um, we don't know. We said he's not well. He's got shit. Well, I don't know. He must be sitting on the toilet on the periscope then because he fucking hasn't shut up on it since we started. Um, but no, he's
4: he's giving himself the shit just to lose a few extra pounds the next week. We,
3: yeah, we've a story about weighing himself later. Ian made a comment earlier on about weighing himself. I'm going to say a lot for, for a good five minutes about it, but we get to that later. Um, right, let's move on um, to the important bit. Uh, Liverpool 5, Watford 0. A couple of people before this had said... Oh, it's a tricky one. Watford, although they were beaten handily at Arsenal, they could be tough to beat. Different things, different things like that. I was fairly confident going into it. Ian, back to you again. Um, and starting with Watford, they changed the they changed the five at the back. You usually, go four at the back. The manager goes five at the back. I think that plays into our hands. We love playing we love playing with these against these three centre halves, don't
4: we? We do. I think I think three at the back is perfect for Liverpool, especially for Salah because he's in that gap between the left wing back and the left side of center back and no one it they kind of like push it onto each other about who should be helping them you know who should be getting them so it just plays into our into our our hands you know what i mean Watford are the maddest team in the prem meets I, I i'm quite good with knowledge of footy and every time i watch Watford, they've got four players i've never heard of in my life it's i don't know where to get them from
3: it's because they change
4: manager every six months and it's but i think they make i think they make them off on fifa pro <laughs> yeah and then pro they just the pro got, just, like their names I've just never heard of them, these these random fellas. like But I wasn't worried about the result, like I said, to anyone who'd listen. I fancied 7-0. I said 7-0. A bit gutted, actually.
3: Were you, were you in line for 750 quid on this as well?
4: No, I had no money to put. Actually, I'm quite glad it wasn't 7-0 because I didn't back it. But so I, I was telling anyone who'd listen, nah, we're twatting these, we're twatting these. Although I say that every week, do you know what I mean? But nah, I just think that... They're, they're one of those sides now that are pretty much safe, aren't they? So if you can play sides like that for the rest of the season, they've got nothing to play for. Yeah, they're in that
3: kind of part of the table now where they're not going to go upwards and they're not going down. Um, but they still have to be put away. Matt, um, the Liverpool side, um, Matt comes in for Lovren. Only Jean keeps his place, I think, in the middle of midfield. Um, and the front three or the front three. Uh, were you confident going into it? Um, or were you? A bit wary after the defeat last week. Or are we expecting a backlash from Liverpool?
2: Nah, I, I've said in the in the groups. I thought we'd smash um, <clears throat> What happened at United? We spoke about they were very very good, shit team. They're very good at being defensive and stopping people from doing it. And uh, people men asked last week, "Is this have they created a blueprint for how to beat us?" And I said, "Not a chance. Unless you're the very very best at it, which United are, then these teams because." Watford did go more defensive. I know they played five at the back, which can be quite attacking sometimes, but where they sat there with full-backs was almost alongside the centre-backs. So they did do it in a defensive way, and they just didn't have a chance. There was just so much movement in there off on three. I I wasn't worried one bit. I I thought it would smash them. I said about four-nil.
3: So you are wrong as well. Keith, (laughs) um, they were both wrong. He said seven. He said four. Did you say five?
1: I was absolutely convinced we battered these lot. Come on, these lot—they were lucky in the sense that when they played us on the opening day of the season, we—they—they had, they had a bit more. I don't know, like that game alone, I believe we should have walked away there comfortably beating them. We created more than enough chances, and—and and it was one of those days where it just wasn't to be. But set we got pieces, our revenge. Wasn't it? huh?
2: It was set pieces that done us.
1: Yeah, it wasn't And a even set the last pieces. goal shouldn't have been a goal because you know. <laughs> player handballed it but it is what it is but you know we proved that we could score goals against him quite easily and um you hit the nail on the head when talking about the change in tactics from the Watford manager that absolutely played into our hands because he actually changed it just for this particular yeah. game what he was thinking only god knows I, How think you was thi- I
3: think he was thinking numbers i think he was just thinking about the amount of bodies he can get at the back well, but he doesn't realize that body. he doesn't realize that when you play three against us centre-halves. our three forwards will go and play against you, three on three. And our full-backs will push you up and take care of your wing-backs. So he's literally playing
1: three against three and it's never going to work. Never. And if you even when those extra bodies do get behind the ball, did any of them really believe in themselves that they were good enough to stop us? None of them. Who was that left, ma- left centre-back? Was, oh, was Britos.
2: Oh, he was having a tired time. He was gutted from the first minute, man.
3: I tell you how bad it was. Sorry, um, and Steve Reed sixteen says on Periscope, <laughs> Salah apologises to the keeper at the end. Well, got to get that as, well. yeah, that as well. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, but uh, sorry, Keith, just to um, just to finish up your point, go ahead.
1: No, no, no. Um, in terms of. Sorry, was question again? I've lost myself in my know. own. Um, oh yeah, no, shout to them. Check, yeah, smashing these like, lot absolutely no, no question whatsoever. Disappointed that Decoré and Richardson couldn't have given themselves a little debut on the Anfield pitch. But when you're playing that good, um, I just, I just, one thing I will say is I have to say James Milner's raiders on passing. Please discuss because he was. He looked like deep-line Jorginho all these guys that we're linked with James Milner was literally cutting them to pieces with his passing range that's how bad Watford were
3: well look we usually go through the goals um, you know in the order that they come but I, w- I kind of want to save things for a, a conversation about Salah on his own um, a little bit later so I want to I want to go through a couple of players um, on the pitch as opposed to you know goals as they went in and the first one I t- want to touch on is um, Andy Robertson Um Ian We've all watched Andy Robertson now for a good couple of months now and he's been an ever-present in the side and he's getting better and better. And I think the one thing that people said about him throughout his improvement was his final ball or his delivery may need to go up a notch or two. We're really starting to see that now. I mean, he's putting things on plates for players. I thought he was outstanding from start to finish yesterday. What's the question? Did you think he was any good?
4: <laughs> <had a> prick. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get you back <laughs> for later. Yeah, yeah mate. You, mate, is there a better left back in the country at the minute? Mm. I, can't go on. I can't think of one. He, I can't think of one. Yeah, he's tremendous. But it's his whole game, mate. He's quick. He's tenacious. Uh, he's got a really good link up with his with Van Dyke, which is not hard to do. Van Dyke's a Rolls Royce. He's really up this game, definitely. Uh, and then that goal, that cross—I oh, said that second goal was the footballing equivalent of a soapy titwank. It was good, <laughs> real, unreal. Okay, really? um, sexy. I, I can't you, don't that, that. you don't get that analysis on matches of the Day. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you, Gallagher. No, could you
3: imagine Danny Murphy telling you that? That'd be weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Shearer telling you about the whatever it is. Uh, but come here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Here, uh, <laughs> the Robertson says after the game that he had one against United, which was pretty similar, and Salah just didn't get to it. He actually comes out and says after the game, it's something that him and Salah walk on when he gets into them positions He wants to put it in the, in, in that position in that area for Salah to take take advantage of it. Matt, what did you make of Robertson throughout the game?
2: Yeah, just coming on leaps and bounds, isn't he? The uh, best thing about it, I don't think anyone saw it. Um, he was getting a lot of stick in the summer uh, why are we buying a relegation 8 million quid left back blah blah and he's just he doesn't he's just come come along just got his head down, he had his time out the team, just learned the way we play as you said or whoever said Dan that like he works on it with Salah he'll be working on other things down the left as well of Mane and he's just, he's just coming on, leaps and bounds, I'm so happy that we've got this young Scottish left-back for £8 million, and he's just absolutely nailing all these other left-backs in the league. He just showing you don't need to go out and buy some £30 million guy from Italy. He's just, it's amazing when something like this turns out. Do
4: you know, uh, the next time you hear, they have, they've been very quiet for a few weeks, actually. You know, the FSG out crowd. Oh, no, say. I don't know them. I was oh. not know say, well, they say... You know, Michael Edwards is like a laptop manager and all that type of laptop CEO or whatever, and he doesn't know anything. There's the perfect example that they actually know what they're doing because he is a massive, massive bargain. Him. Uh, what, what's he worth, what's it, he
2: worth now? What's he worth? If you look look at our past, what, seven, eight transfers, since Klopp has come in and this new system's been set up, they've all been brilliant. Like Salah, Van Dijk, Robertson. Uh, I, I can't, who else is on this list? Kaiser,
1: so, yeah, Chamberlain as well.
2: Yeah, Chamberlain. Yep. They've all been great. The only you know one you can turn your nose up a bit would be Clavin, but we got him on a free anyway because needs must.
1: And to be fair, you'd argue with Clavin that he was unlucky that he's not part of this shake-up because he had he's had a pretty good season this season. I would say, yeah, he if he was not left centre-back,
2: it's just because he's left centre-back and Van Dijk mm, plays mm. there. Isn't there? Is exactly. the only reason? But yeah, I mean, they've been buying good players for a long time now. Um, since well, since Rod just went and it was all the infighting which was made a bit too public. As soon as that finished and everyone kind of knew the roles and knew what they were all doing. It's basically since Klopp came in. It's just working the cheese.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you look, Keith, at the, when Robertson joins and he's not getting much game time. Moreno probably deserves to be left back. He, he, he does well in pre-season. He starts the league well and people were going on about, oh, we haven't seen Robertson. It looks to me now, like Klopp has played this perfectly, bending them into the squad, allowing them time and giving them bits here and there, starts here and there. And all right, Moreno's injury lets him in, but Klopp seems to have played this one really well, hasn't he? Getting them into the rhythm of the team, and now he's just picked it up and ran with it.
1: Absolutely. I think it's uh, it's an element of luck, if you will, because you know the only way that you're going to be able to apply what you're learning on the training pitch is by actually playing games. And by Robertson being kind of sent to, as set to second choice to learn how Klopp likes him to operate in, this, in the system and work with Mane and work to always be kind of on the byline delivering, but also be comfortable enough to come from wingback positions into more central positions as and when and be more comfortable on the ball. Like Klopp taught him that all on the training pitch. But now... But when Moreno got injured, it allowed him to apply that in real life and it's allowed his confidence to grow. OK, there's been a couple of games where even Klopp's come out and said, you know, sometimes he was hitting his crosses all the way to Scotland. Do you remember that was a you know, Champions League game against Sevilla when he, when he kind of that's a bit of a sharp little dig, just as, you know, a reminder, if you will. Um, but now he's already with three assists this season. Ben Davis is the highest wing back with five assists. Two more and I would have won 30 quid Because I made a drunken bet in the summer That Andy Robertson would be uh, The top They ass- ass- uh, have the most assists from wing back positions This season, I don't know why I'm, I'm not a hipster, you know what I mean I can't say that I watched too much of him at all But the one thing that you could always see watching those little Videos from these guys that put them all together Is that he could whip it And that boy whipped it yesterday And you know, <laughs> long may it continue uh, but I, I love
3: know, when he gets. I love when he
2: gets walked up like that to it's great. It's great. I think it was um, it was planned by Klopp as well. I mean, even without the Moreno injury, I think Robertson would have come in a similar time to when Carriers did, and that's when we got Van Dijk. Um, if you put him in against them, a Lovren and Matip centre back partnership, then it could ruin him. It could it could ruin anyone. So, I, I, it's a guess here, like, but he done it with mini, like He kept him in. And then as soon as the, um, Van Dyke came in to show up the partnership, Carriers came in.
0: Mm. Okay.
3: I think he was
4: leaving after Robertson looks, as well. He looks like he's piecing
3: it together, doesn't he?
4: Um, <clears> I think, mate, I think there's, a, there's a... You'd rather be a lucky manager than a good manager, wouldn't you? And I think when yeah. certain players have got injured at the right times so for him to bring good players through, do you know what I mean? I he think made he made cut, his decision easy. Like. Yeah, exactly. So it's possible that he did have to plan that match you said. but it's also been taken out
3: of his hands the, the, the
4: decision as soon as Moreno got injured and it's just worked
3: like. perfectly yeah absolutely um, another player I want to touch on uh, Keith I'd say is dying to get, get hold of this fella
4: and it's, it's James
3: Milner um, Emre Jean goes off <laughs> I think it was I think it was a, a, back, a back issue and he, he goes off anyway Milner comes on I thought Milner was brilliant from the time so, he came
1: on to the end Keith I'll let you go first.
3: I your, sorry, your, your sorry. hair was massive this week as well. I forgot to tell
1: all the lads. Oh Well, thank you, man. You know, I trimmed it down just for you babies out there. One, tell, them, tell, them much, tell them what you <laughs>
3: have, tell, tell, tell everybody what you told the barber when you went into him today.
1: I'll just make it happen. Just make it happen. <laughs> I, look look like look I look like a grizzly bear. I look like I come from, you know, two <laughs> yeah. weeks in the streets. And I just yeah. said, save like, me. You look like a few weeks living with grids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Post This is post <laughs> Um But yeah, no, um... So, you know, I think, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch the whole match because my dog chewed up my wire, at the internet cable. And that it sounds, even had... That sounds so wrong. <laughs> nah, it, it was bad. It, as long as it sounds, it really actually happened. Maybe I I your it. missus isn't listening to this. She, she you said she was amazing. So I'm sitting there and all of a sudden, internet just cuts out. I'm like, what the f***? What's going on here? Go into the room and I just see the dog looking at me like this, like... Oh. It wasn't, wasn't me. That's it's happened. See round the back, and he's just chewed the whole thing, gone. I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm never going to have internet again. But lucky uh, my stepdad. <laughs> yeah, because in the 24th century, you're only in one that, yeah. internet war. <laughs> That's it. It's game over. Might as well just pack it in. <laughs> but James Milner, James Milner. Look, I watched your match, um, uh, match today, and the range of passing from deep positions, from, like, he played one ball, I believe it was for... It, if it was for uh, a chance for Salah, where he kind of just bent it round like three whole defenders and just went round and Salah just caught onto it and then set up for Mina, I think, for a chance. And I'm pretty sure he was involved in a goal as well, but don't quote me on that. But even the last two chances at the end of the game, again, deep line Milner just finding these passes. Oh, that was it. It was um, the pass that he played for the third goal, I think it was. I'm not mistaken. I'm going to cut back to you can you can quote me that I'm wrong because I probably am. But anyway, lately he's really showing that he has more to his locker than just being a workhorse. He's actually finding passes at the right time, right weight. It's just it's just really interesting to see that a player that I never believed had it in his locker is showing us this at the age of what 32. Like it's quite incredible. No one would put him down as being some sort of pass maestro, but there he is doing it, and the evidence is all to see. It. Okay, against the Watford team, nonetheless, but. He is proving that you can do it on a more frequent basis, so very happy for him.
3: Matt, um, are you a James Milner fan? Is it somebody When he comes on, are you, are you happy to see him on the pitch, or are you still thinking, oh, there's probably two or three ahead of him that I'd rather. Now, take out the equation that your best mate, Emre Jean had to go off. You have to, you know, you have to he, say that he before you comment.
2: you got a bad case of the Coutinho back-itis, did Yeah, you? I'd say he's down in as
3: we speak. Um, and don't call first, him should,
2: First thing, Millie is an absolute unit. We saw it when he took his top off. <laughs> no, I mean, everyone knows my thoughts. I want a stronger squad than having to rely on James Milner. That's where I am on him as a, a player for Liverpool. But um, I can also say he's been doing really well lately. He's surpassed how I thought he could play for us in this midfield position. Uh, as Keith said, he's picking out balls. Even though it is just what fit, he is still doing it. you, you got to do it against these teams because we never used to. So, when he's coming on, I'm not as scared as I think I should be, if that makes sense. Mm. Like James Milner was always, always kind of ridiculed as a player, especially in the centre-mid. He came to us and kind of he demanded that position when everyone knew he was more of an attacking player. But he, he's doing well. He's... I want to be in a position where we don't need him but if he's there and he's playing well then I'm, I'm not going to hold it against him like I'm, I'm not ashamed to say yeah he's, he's doing well as a player for us
3: I think he is doing well Um I, I don't think he was great to get away to you know last week um, but I think no
2: one was yeah, I, I think no, our no midfield was, but dynamic but I, at the moment is is really struggling yeah. um, mm. but Ox isn't Ox is still on and off uh, Lallana's come back half the play he was uh, and he's injured again. It's we're, we're missing Emily Chan's kind of just getting through games, not doing anything special. John Henson's injured, and John Hansen, John Henson. We've we've got nothing there at the moment. It's uh, it's a little bit of a worry actually. Uh, even though we did, I know we just beaten five 0 But if we are to look at anything and try and be a little bit constructive, you've got to have a look at that midfield because it is, it's, it's an engine. But that's all it is. So they'll work hard for you. They get up, they get down, but they don't add too much to the defence and they don't add too much going forward either, which is that your midfield is the most important part of both them things, really. But do
4: you know what? I, I think it's exciting how, how shit our midfield is because <laughs> look how look how good we are as a side. Yeah. And that midfield is easily upgradable, easily. Mm. So in the summer, the right purchases. I mean, don't get me wrong, we still got some very good midfielders. But Matt's right. There's not, there's no magic in the middle. Is there? They're all functional. Did see Naby think...
2: tonight? A goal no, and me. assist. He got he got taken off in sixty seven minutes. He got a goal and assist against Bayern. He he absolutely see, ran the show.
4: He he's world class. Do you know what I mean you put someone like him in that midfield? Put another one like him of that caliber in that midfield, and you can't be you can't not be excited. Do you know what I mean? So I quite like that. Our is a bit gash. Mm. I don't it I just me it just shows how how easy it is to get better.
3: Yeah, I th- I think they're all good players in their own right. I think it's just fine in the mix and I think sometimes we end up with three players in the pitch where are uh, in the middle. They are the too pitch. similar. They are too similar and as well as that you never really end up with one that has that killer ball. Now we probably don't need it at the minute because of what we have ahead of them. But you know like say Fred let's go back and talk Coutinho. Coutinho in that role. Would find a killer ball more than the likes of a Jean Henderson Milner. Or ne- maybe Oxlade never, never him. Don't even. Never know. Him. Yeah, no. um, but I prefer the money. Ian, yeah, the money is great, isn't it? It's not that money yeah. we have, great.
2: The interest we haven't man, and on that's that. Right.
3: Yeah, absolutely. That'll build a, the new Annie roads end on its own. <laughs> I mean, that's all part of the plan. Uh, Ian, just a quick one on Milner. If, as you said, the midfield is probably, in your opinion, I think the weakest part of our squad. If we made the signings that we or you'd like us to make in the summer, do you think Milner still be, stay as part of the squad? Do you still think there's a place from there? If we made the signings that you'd like us to make?
4: Yeah, I think, I think Milner has got, after this season, he's got one more year on his contract, I think. I think he'll run that down, and then, and then move on. I think we'll keep him, because he's excellent to have around, he brings the young kids on as well, we've got, we've got a really young squad, it's easy to forget. We've got some of the lads outside, that will be coming back as well, and he's good to have around, so, Listen, he's there. He's not going to kick up a fuss if he's not playing that much. I think he's the type of player that every squad needs one of. Do you know what I mean? So, I'm fine with him being there. I'd sell two of the midfielders before I'd sell him and that's just because you won't get any doubt for him. So, just let him run his contract down. What two would you sell? I would sell... Well, Emery's going. So, I'm having him. No, he's not. No, he's not. Emre's going and I would probably sell uh... Weneldon, would you?
3: Oh, okay. We we'll talk about that later. Um, mm. Right. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, shout that. I yeah, we yeah, that. about... <laughs> want to keep a player, Jordan Hansen, who plays twenty games a season.
4: I think he's got far more ability.
2: But he, it doesn't matter. You're not getting the games out of him.
4: If we if we sign three midfielders in the summer, which I think we will, cater two more, and I'm fine. So, where's Weneldon going to play? Yeah, but I think... He, he's the, if if he's the signed, James if Milner. If you're, if you're signing three... And, James Milner... No, James Milner is the James yes. Milner. No,
2: really? I'd rather bring Genie on off the bench than James Milner. As long as it's a home game. If it's a away no, game, I'd just rather Milner's not have like, anyone on the bench. Like
4: like, we, like you just said, they, Milner's spraying the ball everywhere. Fucking, you know what I mean? Wijnaldum couldn't spray his own bog after five putties, So, I'm I'm alright with him going. He goes missing too, uh, too many games. Um
3: I think that's a bit of a big shout, to be honest. Uh, I think if you do sign three, and Jean goes, and you have Katie in, there probably is two more on top of that, and you end up... I think, Mil- I think, I think Milner would go before Wijnaldum or Henderson. Um, but let's move on. We've talked about Robertson, we've talked about Milner, we've talked about the game, and, and there's, there's only one place left to go, and that's Mo Salah. Um, we seem to talk about him every week, but I'm happy to talk about him every week. If he keeps doing this... I'll do an hour on him every Sunday, it doesn't bother me, he's that good. Um, Matt, I'll come to you first, um, and we go, let, look, let's go with the fourth goal, Watford are probably hoping to come out and keep it tight, frustrate us and make things difficult, you know all the usual cliches but he gets the ball 30 odd yard yards from goal and it's nearly inevitable what's going to happen now isn't it, he's just, he's fucking ridiculous to be honest. Matt yeah. doesn't care, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Ke- Ian. Um, <laughs>
2: no, go ahead. No, go on. I, I, I'll talk about it. <laughs> I was just yeah. waiting for a question, and you didn't. Yeah. I did. Um,
3: I said he's ridiculous, isn't
2: he? Yeah, okay. he is ridiculous. Yeah. Gav,
3: gav, no question, do you? Yeah. <laughs>
2: the best host ever. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, I won't be here next week. Graves is hosting next week.
2: Fuck that. The
3: thing that's so good about him... what you're fucking waiting for. Answer the question.
2: The thing that's so good about him... He, he keeps doing the same thing and people still can't stop it. Like he just it goes down that channel and you think the defenders thinking, right, I've got him on his right foot, I've got him on his right foot and um he will just he puts him on his hoop and whacks it in the corner. Like it doesn't matter where you put him or what you want him to do, he will just embarrass you and score every time. It's like the there's only so much we can actually say about how good he is. It's, we're running out of words for him. He, he, he's just that good. He's, I'm loving as well. I don't know where I feel on it, but I'm loving the comparisons to Suarez as well because he's right up there. I don't know if he's better. I, I can't decide, but he is right up there and he should be talked about in the same
3: sentence. Um, the Suarez thing is a very interesting one for me. Um,
4: Suarez... That's a bigger shout than fucking Russell and um, hey, I I sat
2: massively on the fence then and didn't actually put my badge on anything.
4: because
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want the shit to go with it.
3: I think if Salah does this again or goes 80% close to doing this again next year, he's a better player for Liverpool than Lewis Suarez. If he
2: wins us the Champions League, he is. He's a good no, uh, he's uh,
3: a Don't good, get me wrong. You
2: see,
3: you see, it, it, the Suarez argument can go either way. A lot of people say he carried the team. He was a one-man team. He wasn't, in my opinion. He was, He's an outstanding footballer. But... He hit his pinnacle at Liverpool in fourteen and 14 with goals and assists. I think Salah has surpassed him for goals, maybe not for assists at the moment. But I think if Salah was to do it two seasons back
4: to back, you would you could argue he's a better player for Liverpool than Luis Suarez. Can I can I just say right, Luis? We was a one man team under Suarez, really, we really right. was. We was, we was.
2: Well, one yes. of that team is now playing for the uh, champions elect, and he's the well, second
4: big top. He's the second top scorer for them. He was at the time. He's not the player he was now. Do you know what I mean? All right, maybe. Well, yeah, we were on my team. I'm not having it. But you put Salah in that side instead of Suarez, and he doesn't score as many goals as he scores in this side right now. This team is. Tailor made for someone like Salah to score a lot of goals. Yeah, you, but could but Suarez, you could put Suarez. You could put Suarez.
3: The 14 14 team was tailor made for Suarez to do what he's done as well. Because he, did, that's he
4: true. That team good point. Him. Suarez is a, is a. I'm not having it. He's a better footballer than him.
2: Yeah, he is.
3: Like a, he just is. Yeah, no. Yeah. I just I, I, think I he's
2: think he a different striker, though. I think, he I think he's is, a different. I think well, the Salah thing is, Mo's doing this. it. He's not even a striker. He's doing it from the right, but I think well, Sal- the inside right. For anyone Salah who wants goes to, and
1: does this
3: again next season? And I th- <clears> see the big point of this is, is, because Liverpool were right on the on the verge of winning the title that season. I think if Salah goes next season for Agon's sake and scores 30 league goals, 10 assists, and Liverpool go and win a title, I think the massive show for Suarez would come down because everyone remembers that season so fondly and want to associate Suarez with that.
4: Well, the argument, with that, the argument with that would be Salah's been a better player for Liverpool than Suarez. But Suarez went to Barcelona and carried on doing it. No, that's what he said. Yeah, on, I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you there's
2: that. There's a lad there the on Periscope who just said Suarez makes every everyone around him better. But I'm, Salah has improved this team tenfold. Look at this team compared to last season. He's improved it. Everyone around him better. You
4: know what? I don't even want to argue about Suarez because he's gone. Salah is fucking unreal. I'm just saying that other fellow was... Possibly the best number nine in the world for about eighteen months as well. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I
3: wasn't, he wasn't. He was Neither of them
4: hold a the torch to John
3: Barnes anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> the fourth <Racist>. goal, um, <laughs> Keith. The fourth goal. Um, a lot of comparisons, like with Suarez, but a lot of comparisons have been made with how he plays, like Messi. Now, I'm not comparing him to Messi before anyone fucking goes off one. But oh. the, the way he runs with it, his body shape, how quick he is around the box. That, for me, was a goal that you would see Messi score where he comes in on his left, fakes fakes to keep going, onto his right and finishes. I thought that was a real Messi kind of goal that he scored last night.
1: And it was nice to see him score that type of goal when, after his performance against United, everybody was stating that if he doesn't have space in behind the defence, then he's not really that effective. He actually proved in this game with the goals that he scored that he could make the defenders dance just as much as he can dance past them, uh, dance past them and into space. And... I get the comparison to me, Messi 100%. You know, it's a very kind of uh, the style, the style of play. Maybe, okay, you look at wingers who are kind of inverted into almost second strikers, right? Then if you don't want to go too far and talk about your messies, right? Then maybe look at someone that's probably more closer to home and is a winger who can play as a second striker off the wing. Raheem Sterling, for example, That's the kind of players I would compare him to. The type of wingers that score a hell of a lot of goals and are able to make runs in behind the defences that you'd see strikers make. And if I was to compare the two like that, I think Salah has more natural ability, but not the type of all-round encompassing game that someone like Lionel Messi has, in my opinion. I wouldn't see Salah dropping all the way deep and trying to create stuff from deep-lying playmaking positions and one-twos. I see him more as a person who... When he's making runs, uh, second striker runs, then if you catch him quick enough, you will always score. Do you understand know what I'm saying? So that's the kind of compa- Like The, the style was very similar to Messi. The ability is almost similar to Messi, on a ball, no sense of gravity. But I think he's not the same player. He's not, he doesn't play the same way, in my opinion. I'd compare him more to a Raheem Sterling type of, type of winger slash second striker. And when I look at them two, he's miles ahead.
3: Matt, someone's just said there on um, on Periscope that, you know, the arguments made that Suarez makes everyone imp- around him improve. Someone's just said there that Salah, in their opinion, has improved how Firmino plays. Would you agree with
2: that? Yeah. I mean, I, Firmino always had that. It's just he didn't have as many people up with him to finish it. If that makes sense, so Firmino would all, would have that. He, he, last season, he was doing the same as well. We saw Manny scoring off the back of it. Now he's got them either side. The space he creates and the the passes and the play of him, he just has someone else finishing it where he didn't, haven't it finishing it. No, one, um, he didn't have anyone finishing it before. So I don't know if it's made him play better. It's just someone's on the end of what he's doing.
3: Ian, um, if you look over the goals he scored yesterday. The fourth one is a good individual goal. The second one's a good strikers goal. The third one is just fucking outrageous. Um, it should be illegal. And the fourth one is a proper poacher's goal. Um, he showed, for me, yesterday, that he himself is improving in everything he's doing. Because we we go back to the start of the season and we thought, oh, he's missing chances. He's missing chances that strikers would score. For you, is he is he getting better? Or is this his level or because we've spoken about his level is this shop getting better and better and better or has he
4: reached a level that just no one can deal with? He's fucking scary. He's a scary man because he's not slowing down. I mean his last game scored four goals and he got see how angry he was when he didn't go around the keeper to get his fifth? Yeah. I love that way he's not he's not settling on his lot resting on his laurels, he's going for it. You know the mad thing about him? He's not he hasn't got too many ears and graces about him. He's not fancy Dan. He's not like Ronaldo when he was coming through with all his flicks and his sticks. He just gets the ball and he goes, I'm running at you right now. Stop and him. he takes
2: 7,000 touches.
4: Yeah. over uh, yeah, 10 years, he, he takes about 9
3: touches. It's unreal. It's, unbelievable.
2: it's unreal. The it's Maui moves that ball. How do you even defend against that? It? Like,
3: the third goal. The
4: third goal should, uh, Eagle. He should have tremendous. The, the third, third goal tremendous. He, 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 he turns like three of them. Like yeah uh, ever seen that picture of Maradona against Belgium in the World yeah, Cup yeah. when they're all going the wrong way? Yeah. He turns three of them. But even when he comes back, he still hasn't got enough room. And he takes the slightest touch yeah. with his right foot, yeah. which is the best part of the whole goal. And then he scores with like like a fucking daisy cutter. Do you know what I mean? He's that he's on he's in that much form. His confidence is that high. He's just trying everything. He doesn't. He
2: doesn't have to think about it. He knows he should just wait like that half second longer to get the shot off. He just knows the players will be down. He doesn't. Have, he's in that confident form, as you said, where it just it just clicks in his brain. He's not. With a lot of players. If you give them time to think, then they they usually mess it up. And he's in that thing now where he just goes. He's going. He knows what he's going to do, and he just it just happens to him.
4: But Ian, Ian, the the, Ian, the, like, the okay. on Sorry, the, the lad on Periscope there who said Salah's made Firmino better. It is absolutely good way round, in my opinion. Salah is reaching the heights he's, he is at the minute because Firmino just knows his game inside. out. Firmino occupies that whole back, back line. And Salah's just reaping the benefits. I think the pair of them, and Mane as well, who was world-class yesterday, His best performance of the season, I think. I think the three of them just bring each other to another level. Put any one of them in on the side and the level might drop a bit because all, they all complement each other so well. But I keep waiting for Salah to slow down. He's getting quicker and it, it's scaring me because I don't know how long we have to win titles with him in the side because you can't, <laughs> you can't keep a player like that if you're not winning titles. You can't, if he has another season next season and he scores 35 goals after he scores, he could end up with 40 this season. You He has to be winning trophies, doesn't he? He has to be. Yeah. But that's my only concern. We have to start winning trophies. All the noise is coming from him, though, is that he's so
3: happy to be at Liverpool. Um, There's just no I, noise, really. As well, awesome. I know that can change. No, but anything that comes out from him, it, yeah, I know that can change. And you know, we've seen it with the likes of Coutinho, Suarez,
1: whoever else. Sterling, not so much, but. Uh, Come on. I've, got, I've, I've got a difference of opinion between all the names that you mentioned. You're joking. Um, me. on. Gak- on. Gak- on. You're not fucking here to revel us. Don't on that. him. Coss him. <laughs> fucking hell. It's, bring it's back this, this. The difference in, in what Salah is already doing at Liverpool is look at him off the fields. He's much more involved with the group and the team as a whole. He's much more willing to come out and speak. And, and I'm going to say this, It might sound like a Brexiteer, but he speaks very good English. And at the end of the day, Liverpool have a representative who's banging in all the goals and representing them as the face of Liverpool as well in a way that Coutinho and Suarez just couldn't. And they never could really truly have that love because their heart was already elsewhere. So they didn't really want to. I mean, what, Coutinho was here for five years, his English was a bit meh. Suarez as well. Whereas Mo Salah, I think he's growing into this role model and he's loving it at Liverpool. And I'd be shocked for him to go in the same way that they did, put it that way.
3: Yeah, but just just going back to something quickly Ian said about he, he's in the box, he doesn't have enough room, he takes that slight as a touch. I think that's what's giving him the room, Ian. I think defenders know, if I dive in here, the chances are he's going to take a touch and I'm in stonewall penalty. A lot of people went on about the goalkeeper for the tour yesterday. I think the goalkeeper's standing goal going, oh, there's fucking farther than there. There's no way he's bothered. Ball- <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's waiting to see where the ball gets blocked or where it runs to. He, it
4: he's just... It's just done three defenders, so why should the goalkeeper be any different? He sent them all the wrong way. The goalkeeper doesn't know where the fuck he is. He's had enough of this curly-headed fucker. Whenever he looks at him, he's closing down on him to score a goal. Mm -hmm. The the keeper's got no, you know what I mean? No way. Because there's not a person watching that game who thought he was putting that ball where he put it at the end. It rolls in. Um, I mean, so I don't blame the keeper.
3: No, either the boy, and look, like, he's probably pissed off at that stage. You know what I mean? Do that you fuck off for him. I,
4: I said at the beginning of the year when we signed him, the thing that impressed me most about him at Roma is how many times he ends up in the number nine position. He's got a real striker's instinct. He, he's obviously got the wingers' playing all that, but he gets so many chances, and he—it's—he's it's, proven
3: it this season. It and it's, it suits us as well that Firmino doesn't stay in the number nine positions, so it suits us. You know when that when that moves around, Keith. Um, we've talked about all his goals um, Let I'll let you touch on, on his last goal <clears throat> and also his assist firstly the last the the goal where he tries to set up bings and when he sets up bings he, he doesn't stand and admire it he decides well if this fella doesn't score it's coming back out and I'll, make, I'll mop it up and then the the assist for Firmino where I think he can nearly let that ball run for a corner if I remember rightly but he doesn't mm. he, he tears after he gets it switches it and it's a good ball and um, um, but again, Keith, he's shown all sides of his game there. For the assist, he's shown strength, speed, and a great, great ball. And for the for the last goal, he's unselfish for Inks, but still in the position to go and score. It, it's just a he, whole range of things with him, isn't it?
1: It's incredible. And, you know, he wants to work and create chances for his brothers around him. And, you know, someone like Firmino has now got to a stage where he knows he can try something like that because he knows that the pass from Salah is going to, be exactly what he wants it to be so he can do his karate backheel <laughs> flicking whatever he end up doing in the end which which didn't look too bad um you know he's the speed is incredible how fast he is how quick he is like his and it doesn't really see he doesn't he doesn't have a quick burst it's just that he when he gets going like he he picks up it's almost like he goes quicker gets quicker and quicker and quicker as he goes on and and then he demonstrated that for the assist and then obviously the goal i felt bad for danny Ying's two great chances to be fair, uh, to get off the mark, and I think he deserves a goal. He's been, he's, he's looked really good, but then Mo Salah shows him that's done. Fantastic finish. Shame he couldn't value it in a similar way that he did when he did when he had that chance against United on the weekend. You know, just hitting nice and low. But there, yeah, kept Captain Marvelous display?
3: Yeah, and he got me about 170 points. Me fancy Premier League, teams, yeah, <laughs> um, but just touching on Ings, Matt. Um, Ings comes on in that game. Good-looking lad. He looks exactly like you. Um, He gets on. um, He has two chances. He hits the target twice. Keeper makes a good save for both of them. But do you think that, you know, with Solanke coming on last week against United and then he changes the Ings this week, is it a sign that Klopp really doesn't trust either of them? He's trying to see which one kind of scores first and gets going. And it's making it kind of obvious that we are going to do something up there in the summer.
2: Yeah, we've got it, really. None of them are, are the class that are top two or someone who's going to win the, champ, um, the premiership, really. Um, Ingsie, I like him. He's an OK player, but he should be third choice and not and not the backup. But when he came on, done well. The first shot was unlucky. Keeper done well, save it, I think. Second one, he kind of got it, after his pass from Sally he got it stuck under his feet a little, and it was underneath him, so he kind of hit it straight at the keeper. But no, we, we know, you know exactly what you're going to get with Danny Ings. He's going to run around, he's going to give you absolutely everything. He, he's got a bit of class about him as well. He's not, he's not a bad player. It's just we should be having better. You look at the other teams uh, and what they bring on compared to Solanke and Ings, and yeah, it's, it's a no-brainer. Even if they were scoring two or three goals here and there, you'd still want to improve on them, really. I just want to improve on every player we can do in this squad.
3: Um, one Martin Wears here says Solanke is rubbish and he's probably championship standard um, oh, I hope he's not watching I think he's very, <laughs> he's young. <laughs> think he's very he, young Solanke he's
2: a young lad I don't like to like, uh, raise anyone off like that
3: I think he is a young fella and he's after coming in after having that youth championships and he comes in in the summer Then he's trying to get into he's parachuted really into the fourth team then I think Solanke if we do sign somebody I could probably see him going out on loan for six months somewhere, to, you know, maybe, maybe a lower down Premier League team, where he gets some games, but, no, I wouldn't really, off Solanke just yet. Moving on, now, the <laughs> £100 challenge, um, it's still going, we're two weeks in, uh, we're doing alright, I think, I think we're doing okay,
2: um, we're fucking smashing it, Gavlar,
3: yeah, well, I'll get to the figures now, in a minute, but before we do, I just want to, uh, let everyone know, on the Day Daytripper's Twitter page, uh, the pin tweet, is all about this challenge, Um it's for all the Hay, Children's Charity, Children's Hospital Charity. Um, I think our target was £500. It is £500. I think we're closing in on 300 at the minute. But if people are watching this now, um, just go to the, the Trippers Twitter page, click on the pin tweet. It'll bring you, click on the link. It'll bring you there, donate. Whatever you have, £1, £2, £5, £10, £10, whatever you have, just click on it and donate. Um, we are actually genuinely all trying hard on this. Um, but uh, if, if, any, if if everyone listening now like, there's 130 people watching this now alright just for sake, there was, there was more earlier I think they all turned off when my mic went but they would be back now then you know they're on back but um, if, if, that, if that if that 130 people went on and all donated £2 we'd be over our target simple as that we'd be over our target and we'd set ourselves a new one um, we are trying very hard uh, Grizz is weighing himself naked in order to get down on weight. But then, mysteriously, today said that the weighing <laughs> scale was across in his neighbours. So, Ian, you actually believe that he went over to his neighbours, stripped naked in their sitting room, and weighed himself. Is that correct?
4: Well, he said to us today that he, 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 weighs, <laughs> he weighs himself bollocko, and, he, and he's not lying. But then we found out today that he's only got the weighing scales in his neighbour's house. So that means he must go over to his neighbour's house. I'm presuming he's dressed when he gets there. <laughs> and then he's got he's to go upstairs in their bathroom yeah. and get bollock out and get fucking little Grizz out and stand on someone else's property. Yeah. Balls deep on a, on a way. Well, they're all watching dancing on the noise. That's right. V- <laughs> <laughs> that's man. It's fine. It knocks me sick. It fucking Gris. the nah, harbor haven't it? But, I, I hope one of them watch this because they'll make him go to Boots and wear himself there. Yeah, I'd love that's... to see him bollock on Boots. <laughs> Grizz, um, Grizz isn't here. You said he's sick. Um, I don't believe him. We
3: never believe him when he says anything. Ma, um, nah, how are we doing?
2: Yeah, as a collective, fucking great. Right. Um, well, we 1.3. Let's have a look at this. So, this week's winner. Because we, we do the... We've got to hit 100 pounds weight loss between us. But for each week, because I'm not really fat like you, so Mm. what we're doing is we're we're doing the percentage of weight loss, otherwise it's unfair. Mm -hmm. So this week, with a 3.3% loss, the winner is Ian. Yes, Ian. He has been smashing it, to be fair.
3: 3.3% less of Ian. I spent
2: 10 pounds he's lost. £10, £10 he's lost this
4: ten, week. £10. Pounds. I spent a week in Auschwitz having fucking head all week.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> so just, just think about how much he had to lose. If he can lose 10, he still looks like that. <laughs> no,
4: his
3: head is swollen from eating them bananas. Do you remember when he was on? No. Yeah,
4: yeah, that was it. Yeah, you know, um, me, me left arm because I cut it off to get under the under the total.
3: But I am now back on it.
2: I uh first gym session tonight since my operation, so I'll be smashing it this week and you can guarantee next week I'll be willing that.
3: Okay, so Ian, Ian, no Ian, lost, 10, Ian lost ten pounds this week. I think I lost. Was it three? I lost this week.
2: Uh, you lost 2.8 I mean, two point eight, and I gained two. Grizz lost four point eight, but I, I don't believe him. I don't believe they're his feet on the scales that like no, he I'd said. I'd say him. it's
3: his neighbour's child on the scales.
2: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. He hasn't lost four point eight. He was sending me pictures of kebabs at half two the other night. Yeah. Um, but um, put the kebabs weighed
3: himself.
2: That's what it was. Lads, no, seriously though, we're doing well. In total we've lost thirty nine pounds between us, so we've got another sixty pound to go before we get to the Champions League final.
4: Eight weeks ish to do that, don't we? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know we... what, I'd just like to say, right? It's actually quite tough as well. Do you know, and people think we're just doing it for a laugh and all that. It's not. I'm genuinely committed to me. Genuinely. I wanted a portion of chips yesterday. So I went out for a run. I haven't ran since fucking my kid was born. Do you know what I mean? What, since you ran for
2: the chippies to get the chips? <laughs> yeah.
4: No, I wanted, I wanted, starving. To, I wanted to earn the chips. If you know what I mean. You still had the chips as well. I had the chips. I was sat there, <laughs> sat there and I was like, I want chips. But I felt bad having them. So I was like, right, I'm going to earn these. And I went on a three-mile walk with the dog. Oh, yeah. And I even broke, broke into a run twice. I mean, I, I stopped quite quick. But it I still broke <laughs> into a <laughs> run. It must
3: have been I walking like downhill, was
4: it? Just telling you, about man. It. Um, I've, ne- I've never once went out with the premise of earning uh, chips. you know what I mean? I usually just eat them anyway. Yeah. Um, for me...
3: Smashing last this. Last week... I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I genuinely am. Um, last week... I. I just over six pounds so this week just over two so around nine pounds for the two weeks. But what I've done is the first week I did a kind of exercise. This week I didn't, I decided that I'd just eat well and see what I could actually get just from eating well. Because I didn't want to go all in at the start. Um and, and you've had your birthday on Paddy's Day. Don't forget that. Yeah, correct yeah. Now, I had a few drinks yesterday for Paddy's Day. Um I didn't do anything for my birthday. No
1: excuses.
3: No, I didn't I didn't do anything for my birthday. Um I've eaten well all week. Um That's kid. Nine pounds. So actually from Tuesday, um the exercise will kick in. So I want to see I'm trying to see how it affects me every week. But I'm hoping if I if I don't get five or six pounds again next week I'll be very disappointed. Now most take Gavin Stephen by the way, Gav sorry what? Gav,
4: can I say why why are you starting exercise on Tuesday? What sort of randomness is that? Why not Monday? I'm walking tomorrow. So?
3: Yeah, no, I don't walk on exercise. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 on, no, focus, look, well, anyway we, uh, as well i we'll just want to
2: say we we're trying to get to 500 pound because we were doing this anyway so we just thought we'd try and raise money for a good charity uh we're trying to get to 500 so i'd like to thank everyone because we are nearly at 300 already which is fantastic um we we haven't pushed this to friends and family yet we will be doing it. so that is literally just our our listeners so thanks every thanks very much to everyone
3: yeah and if anyone's there and you want to join mm-hmm. us and get involved you can send your way to matt You won't tell anyone he hasn't told like we don't know what each other way we just we literally sent... i've got, I've got a
2: few people a few yeah. people involved outside yeah, of us and more. and
3: more people will get involved and if you do get involved you're just playing along with us and see see if you can beat us and as well as that if you ask family and friends to donate and the if you can get four or five friends to give a five or each it's a huge help um we have got one more person that's joined. Steve-O didn't give us his weight this week because steve was, I think it was Steve-O's birthday it, during the week. It was his not, birthday week. Yeah, yeah and he's not, he's he not as dedicated as are. me. So we went on a fucking mad one, I think, since about Thursday. So he hasn't turned up his weight. But we have got one other person that's joined us this week, haven't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're,
2: you're, you're, Jimmy. Day.
3: Yeah, Jimmy. Um, Jimmy McGuire has joined us. Uh, Jimmy's a friend of mine. He got on to me last week and says, yeah, I'll definitely do that. So he sent his weight to Matt last Sunday. I think he sent it again yesterday. But what Jimmy's going to do is, whatever I lose and whatever Jimmy loses combined, he's going to donate that in pounds to uh, the charity. So it's...
4: So it's, six pounds!
3: It's, it's, uh, it's £8.50, but after posting packaging, it will probably will be £6. But uh, no, I ju- we just wanted to tell everyone about that. Just go on the, go on the Trippers um, Twitter page, hit the link on the pin tweet, and walk we'll away from there. If not, just go to justgiven.com. If you type in FB4... And hit search, you'll actually see our logo come up. You can click on there, donate. And any little amount, whatever you can afford, really helps. Because every time we see that going up, genuinely, when we see that going up with Tenor, we all message you are going, another oh, fucking Tenor. Fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. And it pushes us on a bit more. Uh, that pushes us on, and the fact that we're fucking huge, most of us, that pushes us on as well.
4: But um, no, yeah, Not only that, mate. If, if people can't afford to give, though, then just share it with family and friends. Yeah, yeah. Share it on the Twitter. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Just push it. That that's if people can't afford money, if they can help us in that way as well, let like that sound as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Right,
3: we'll leave, we we we'll, um, we we'll we stop begging now um, and we move on. Uh, the random question um we have about I don't know we say ten minutes we could be here for another hour doesn't matter. Keith's, I think Keiths um, sending in his request as he tea and biscuits he wants. Um, but to the last the random question and the random question this week is you have to live for the rest of your life only eating one field. Drinking one drink, and watching one show, it's like TV show, for the rest of your life. Um, Keith looks like he's thinking, I'll leave him alone. Ian looks really smug about this, so I'm going to go to Ian Force. Ian, what are you going with? <laughs> Give us your field force. we go around the table. So field force, us, Ian, what are you going with? Steak. Steak.
4: All day long. Steak. I am um, one bad winter away from being a cannibal, so it would be, be steak steak for you medium rare medium rare
3: but for your like when you say food like could you could you say like a carvery dinner you know what i mean can you go with
4: that or, uh, yeah yeah, yeah you could yeah because I'll, I'll have steak with the trimmings and that you know what i mean steak maybe with eggs or so meal, meal, so meal rather just steak. Than just yeah whatever yeah I'll, I'll have steak but i love cheese so i might have a f- cheese steak do you never, know what i mean you never know i'm getting i'm actually getting aroused so move on <laughs>
3: <laughs> Blue cheese sauce, yeah. I, I have a all
4: week. I'm fucking
3: starving, honestly. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fucking... Un- and usually Sunday night is my night where I can have something after the podcast, but it went, it got stupid yesterday, so I can't... Um, Matt, mm. what's your one food or meal for the rest of your life? Uh,
2: my one meal, I would have to go with Maltesers.
0: Maltesers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> honestly, mate, I'm a fiend. I got I, I treat them big, massive grab bags like it's, it's it's just a little pocket bag. I can just devour in under three
4: minutes. Did he not without... fucking stick to your teeth and the annoyed? It, yeah, that just helps it go get down do quicker. When you blow them and they hover above your mouth, can you oh, do they, that?
2: I'm not I'm not messing around. Fucking blowing Maltesers, I, I'll just I'll just smash him
1: straight
2: in. Uh, now, my He's honestly, my, my missus,
3: she,
2: she goes, mad at buy <laughs> a pack. The missus can have like one or two and leave them, leave them. Yeah. She opens them and she's had two and goes to bed. They are, the the fucking vanished. And we don't even have a dog. They're yeah. vanished before the morning.
3: Yeah. I, I, just I'm fuck, obsessed. Just fucks the pack out over the balcony and goes bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keith, what's your one meal for the rest of your life? Fucking Maltesers. What's your one right. meal for the rest of your life? Proper
1: <laughs> meal, proper meal. Sweet, sticky, barbecue chicken wings. Lightly <laughs> Of
3: course, it
4: is. I chicken oh, hate chicken
1: money.
4: Mm. I fucking hate How much should Keith wear for Morrison's? Yeah. Hey, not Morrison's.
1: and Fences. <laughs> yeah, this is my audition.
4: Do you, <laughs> the way he talks. But they, they're not just. Chicken wings. Yeah, I guess it's it's any chicken just any old chicken wings. licking.
3: <laughs> it just, it just, it just, <laughs> it just a slow mo shot, in black and white, of the side of Keith's head. i he got there. Just licking the chicken <laughs> wings. and then Max and Spencer just comes up at the bottom.
4: I've seen pornos that were less filthy than his audition for chicken wings. I mean, then
3: ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Well, I got one. you I get sent, your
1: protein? I, How do you get your protein? When I, I send them
3: When I send when I send this podcast out, later, I'm going to have to mark it 18s now because of Keith. Um, right. Go on, um, Gav, what are you saying? Oh, it's very hard. Um, I you just love so much. No, I tell you, I think I'd go along the lines of Ian. I think Carvery. The carvery I didn't say, I
4: didn't say carvery No, I offered you the carvery, you said steak we're No, I trimmer. said steak You know, I said steak and you made me pick a meal because you were a fat little fucker right. and you I wanted know. to pick a meal Mayor, You three, wanted one, the trimming there's,
3: 3 point, yeah. there's 3.2% less of me than there was two weeks ago right? so that's the fat fuck um, I'm going to agree with uh, you know, uh, the meal, right, the Go meal for, for pasta me, The meal for me would be um, you know like your, well over here the Christmas dinner so it's turkey ham stuffing Potatoes, gravy, all that sort of stuff. So that'd be my meal every day. Yeah, without a shadow of You get all your veg, you get your meat, gravy, all that sort of stuff. I'll go with that. Um, um,
4: you'd be dead within about a month, though, wouldn't you? What?
3: If you had a Christmas dinner every day, you'd be dead within about a month. Yeah, but it's only for, it's for the rest of your life. So it doesn't you matter can have different sizes. You adjust. Oh yeah. You yeah. think he'd have a different size? He'd go big any, every fucking day. Uh, I'd have to zoom this fucking camera out anyway. Um, <laughs> It's on Max. One drink, I can fucking tell you. The bleed the smoke coming out of his laptop. It's fucking zoomed out that far. Um, Ian, your drink. What's your drink going to be? What do you think Grizz would be? What do you think Grizz is would to be? Uh,
4: it, w- it wouldn't be his own fucking jar. Chicken shops. I guarantee you that. <laughs> mixed grill. Mixed he loves grill one of them
2: big uh, Afghani mixed yeah, grill. Yeah, maybe yeah he would. Rice yeah.
3: And
4: yeah. Yeah, it'd be it'd be some sort of foreign muck.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but you see the thing is like there's meal, you know the way he serves his meal on the charity shield? You know the way he, yeah. he has <laughs> yeah. charity yeah. shield sized so portions. Like if he needed to we could get away with two or three days of just one of them, couldn't he?
4: Well he's not oh, yeah. he's not having one of them as his one meal. Because there's fucking sixteen foods on there. Nah, he's not having it. He gives <laughs> a pick of kebab or a curry. He does yeah. like hobnobs.
3: Yeah, he was, just, uh, just imagine him eating the hobnobs the rest of his life. Oh, that, that
4: fucking that shit shit cake he dips in tea, what's he always say that? Madeira. Yeah. No. It's got I'm sure it's just called fucking tea cake. It's something he invented, but it's dog shit, but he'd say that. It, it, it cuts the crepe. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does love a of He loves. Remember that
2: kids? time he messed us at four AM in the morning, and he was in the kitchen holding a pack of hobnobs, just saying, "I think I'm going to eat them all." <laughs> <laughs> like he's just gonna—he's gonna last two thousand five hundred calories down as God before bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> he's the fattest cunt I know.
3: When he, wakes, <laughs> when he wakes up the next morning, his body will forget he had it. <laughs> Fucking assholes! I tell you, worry, Ian, watch a drink for the rest of your life.
4: Uh, alcoholic drink would be gin and bitter lemon, a nice gin. No, but a, a proper drink, anything would be. It's got to be Vimto, fizzy Vimto. Right, okay. Um, fizzy, uh, v- no! fizzy, fizzy Vimto. No, yeah. you have
3: to pick one. You can. It's only one drink. I can't. Well then, fizzy Vimto. Okay, Matt, what's your one drink for us?
2: Just if it's only one, I've got to go Peroni. Brownie. I've got. I've got to be drunk.
3: Yeah, why aren't we yeah, I
2: from... but other than that, Coke Zero. If we were allowed to,
3: no, yeah, jives. No, that was good. Fucking, I'm making up that Coke Zero stuff. Keith, um, what's I drink for
1: the rest of your life? Uh, Fanta from North Africa. Go to Chilling. I swear to God, <laughs> <The> flavor. <laughs> I swear to God, the orange flavor from Fanta is not the Fanta in England. Yeah. Like uh, you could all be that for that. Dark right? orange, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, it's so it different. Means... The taste is ten times better. When I go to Tunisia to go see the family, I literally live off that fancy. It's a bit more best
2: because... in England, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's nice and sugary and it's just like, yeah, it's at, it feels like I'm injecting it in my veins, it's that good. <laughs> I get water when I go to Tunisia, I get, I come out with diabetes, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just so, so tasty. But yeah, Fanta <laughs> from North Africa.
4: Um, See, I can't, I can't be asked fucking around with a drink that is different in different locations. You know, it's roulette, you know what you're getting with Vimto, it's across the board.
2: You're the type who goes on all day and goes to Mackey's and uh, complains about no, the hotel no. food and goes no, to no, Mackey's. I, I,
4: you, know you don't get what you don't. No, You don't get this size from sticking to one scran. I will eat and drink anything. Look, I'll have a back. i turn tear my
2: nose up a cunt
0: like, cunt does, like does you. Does he look fussy to you, does he? <laughs>
4: does he? <laughs> no. Do I look fussy? To you? You, you're all just jealous because I'm so spelt. I
3: know. I <laughs> can barely see it on the screen. You're like a fucking heck. Honestly.
4: Um, <laughs> if it's it turned sideways, it'd vanish.
3: Yeah, yeah, but you wouldn't look as good as Keith's, either. <laughs> no. Exactly. I don't that,
1: I fade, you vanish. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: oh, um, beautiful. My drink could be that's, all, um, that's, that's awful. That's my, awful. My drink could be. um It's definitely alcoholic. It's pounder the weeper, or pounder as some people know, a pounder uh, It's beautiful. Just oh, the yeah. German
2: one, Alina. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, It's beautiful.
2: That's a bit um, sweet after two, isn't it?
3: Yeah, no, I've, ne-
4: I've never heard
3: of it. It's quite.
4: <laughs> <But that's, laughs> Thank it's, you. It's an Aldi special. I've been, uh,
3: it's not an Aldi fucking special? Is
4: it? Is it no. a, a little connoisseur of little? Yeah. No, a little no.
3: you know The stuff in Aldi is like it's called Santé. The Quality. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I want to do a part on this. Um, I won't be on it. No, I know because you're fucking ignorant to the. I, of the I don't
4: drink. I hardly drink,
3: man. Yeah, I don't believe you. Um, right. Last one. Uh, one show to watch for the rest of your life. Uh, uh, back to in in one show to watch for regular. Oh,
2: like, you, no one's allowed to say friends.
3: No, and look, you could easily turn around and say the Liverpool match every week, but, you know. Nah, it's, I was not A TV I show. No. A TV show that you... Okay. If you had to only watch one TV show for what it is.
4: Right. There's been better series than this. Better quality. You know what I mean? There's been better. But for the rest of my life, that is a long time. But it, it's got to be only Fools and Horses. I've seen Del Boy fall through the bar 70 times. And my heart still falls out my keks every single time it happens. So if I've got to watch something forever, it'll be only fools. There's be- there's much better shows, but that still affects me now, you know what I mean? So all day long.
3: Mm. It's it's hard to actually pick one. Like oh, you've said that now and I'm kinda of going, oh yeah. Oh Matt, mm. what are you going with? Matt's going with ready steady cook or something. He's <laughs> Fat cunt. Fake off. What? <laughs> Great hey.
2: British Bake Off. No. Uh, it's, it's tough between two, The Wire. Or I'd probably go comedy, so I'd say Always oh, Sunny in Philadelphia.
4: Never seen it. What? No. Gav's never seen anything. Don't be offended by that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, he hasn't seen his feet on. since 96. <laughs> That's <laughs> It's comedy. You. It's pretty funny. Um, Mate, I, I'm surprised Matt didn't say I, then. It's between two, and one of them was two men, one cup.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Bro, best it's a good it's a good show.
3: <laughs> Always sunny in Philadelphia, is it good? It's all I nice. like. It. You won't get it. Boy, why won't no. I get it? <laughs> I'll say put for you
4: It's a bit satire you, yeah, you won't get it. You, you stick to fucking Friend. father Ted. i think
3: they're yeah. all wankers, will I have the ten minutes and just Yeah,
1: you will you yeah. will do. Yeah. 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 It's a bit noisy. Keith, uh watch your show for the rest of your life. Again, similar to Ian, it's not the greatest, and there's a lot better out there, but the Family Guy. I could watch Family Guy just. over and over and over and over. I probably watched the same episode at least 600 times. And you could just put your dinner on. Oh, do you, what do you fancy watching? You start deciding between this show, that show. I should just put Family Guy on. Boom, put Family Guy on. Plays in the background for like two, three hours and, and nothing more of it. And I don't know why, but every single time it's still a little bit funny. Even though it's like, there's a lot of shit jokes, there's still that one part that you've always found funny for years. And that would be the show that's proven to me that it can last that long. Because not even The Simpsons has lasted this long. It's fell off the map. But Family Guy's proven to me I can live with it forever. Family
4: Guy. Uh, can, I, can I tell you a quick story about Family Guy? No. My, sometimes, I let, like, sometimes I let my daughter watch Family Guy. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. you think there's no swearing in it. What am I going to do? Do you know what I mean? It's funny. And the very first episode she watched, the next day she went to school and got told off for singing "Dancing's Own Girl in school in front of loads. Oh, Jesus
3: Christ. <laughs> oh.
4: That was the very first episode, so I, I am officially like getting watched by social services. Yeah. It's true story.
3: The, TV license, I the TV license people are sending all your information. Um, what is it? The one show, the, 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 <laughs> Only Fields and Horses, is a great show. Um, He's going to say Father Ted. No, I'm not. I'm not. Um, Father Ted was amazing. Um, Mr
4: Sprattles, boys, he's got to say, I'm going to no, punch him no,
3: through the screen. No, no. Him <laughs> no,
4: and Dave no, love that one. Um, like
3: I thought and Bad, Soprano stuff like that. I'm going to go for the Royal Family. I think it's just absolute genius. Um, the only thing that I do it is there's probably not enough of them made. And you, you get through them very, very quickly. Um, but I thought it was absolute genius from start to finish. How you can put people just sitting in a sitting room and make that much fucking people make that many people laugh is unbelievable so i go with the royal family we do it every week yeah i know but we don't (laughs) make people laugh um (laughs) it's uh, i go i go with the royal family i go with the royal family and there's so many good shows out there but i go with that because i just think every time i turn it on or every time christmas comes around even the first thing i think of is let's get all the specials from the royal family and watch all the christmas specials because they're amazing um yeah, it's a good, good, uh, good mix of stuff there. But look, I think that's us done. Um, yeah, it is us done. We're, um, we're out of here. That's been the fat back four. Keith, thanks a million for joining us because Grizz pretended to be a And he's around his neighbours and he's naked. Um, Matt, thanks again. Ian, yeah, look, we all do this every week, so I'm not thanking you every week. I'm only thanking Keith. He got his hair cut and everything for the occasion. Um, You've
0: just thanked us?
3: Yeah, no, well, I'm not. I'm taking it all back. Um, that's been it. Talk to you in a bit.
0: Over and out. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
4: Sports Social Podcast Network.